With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now, on Con Racing. Back here at the South Point Hotel Casino, another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone, who's bebopping to the music that we were just listening to on our intro. And <laughs> Brendan, this is one of our two favorite weeks of the year. We get two NASCAR races in Las Vegas. This is the first one, the Pennzoil 400 weekend. It means me. I'm cup really races. busy. Cup races. Cup Come races. On now. Let's just call them NASCAR. We get a lot of NASCAR races. Well, we got two Xfinity races, and we get See? one truck race this year, though. No, but you said NASCAR. I'm just trying to. Okay. You know. Come on now. I think people know what I was talking about. I'm just saying you got to give, give some respect to the whole, the trucks and everybody else. I understand, but uh, what odds are we going to be talking about today? The cup odds? I, well, you ought to bring up a truck odd, I know. Well, there is a crazy See? truck uh-huh. odd out there. It is pretty crazy. <laughs> but there's some people that are going to hear this show after the Understood. truck race has been run. Understood. So we're not going to really go there. But before we can get completely into the Las Vegas race, we kind of have to talk about what happened last weekend in Fontana. And I don't think there's any question that the whole idea was expect the unexpected, and that's pretty much what we saw. It, I'll tell you what, though. Great race. Expect. How about Kevin Harvick spinning on his own on lap one? In, in the practice. In yeah. practice. Uh, I, I was, I, I got to tell you, I'm really impressed so far, Jeff. We, we now have, I'm going to call it three data points, right? We still have the clash, which counts as a data point, and the clash was, you know, was a great race. Daytona, it was like Daytona. It was a great race. California, I personally loved racing at California. The race we saw there was action-packed. Expect the unexpected. A colleague car, Daniel Hemrick, came from six laps down to finish ninth. Incredible. Uh, he, he came from six down for ninth. Kyle Busch came from four down, finished 14th. And Kurt Busch passed 100 and made 133. Was that the official number? 133 <laughs> passes for position. And that doesn't even include the fact he had to do a pass-through at the very start of the race. I, I, I got to tell you, man, the, the race was great. Uh, some some really great news. We've talked about it to start the season. Tyler Reddick. He has been the, he, he has been the, the, the best car, I mean, co- collectively, yep. of over the three races, but he doesn't have much to show for it. Right no, now. but I'll tell you what, RCR looking great. Co- colleague, I've talked a lot about colleague, but the guy, the guy who who <laughs> I, I believe Karina put, said it best, picking up where he left off. Wow. Well, and that's exactly what he did. And if you bet him last week, he was four hundred to win, only a plus one hundred for a top three. He was minus 165 in both of his head-to-heads against Chase and Kyle Busch. He was a plus 165 in, in Group A, and we've already seen his odds to win the championship oh, drop from plus 360 down to, to plus 300. I don't know how much lower that it can possibly go. But, you know, this was not a race where 
we saw Kyle Larson go out and dominate no. the race. I mean, we talked about Tyler Reddick. Eric Jones was very strong. Uh, Austin Dillon was very strong. The the Penske cars were really, really good for about two-thirds of the race. Ryan Blaney's pit crew couldn't seem to solve any of his issues, and, and Joey still ended up, I think, getting a pretty good finish. But and, and Daniel Suarez. We didn't mention Daniel no. Suarez, who had a chance to win with three to go. So you, this was not the Kyle Larson just go out and kick butt and take names kind of race. No, and if you look at, I mean, the, the Chase Elliott dust-up that him and his teammate have, you know, we can talk, is that going to kind of play into anything later? But you look at that top ten. That's what I love. I mean, how about a 15-to-1 shot for a top three with Austin? How about a 35-to-1 shot with Eric Jones? And you and I haven't talked about Eric Jones other than saying, not the same equipment for two years. And Eric Jones looked fantastic. But you got Daniel Suarez in fourth, Almarola in sixth, Daniel Hemrick, like we said, coming back from, from six laps down, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the top ten. Jeff, a lot of names we don't aren't used to seeing in the top ten. Exactly. And and let's consider Reddick here for a second, granted. We he did not get a top ten. But let me ask you this. Fontana did the engine come into play, and are we looking at Childress as becoming the the top engine program? Because, look, if people don't realize, while Austin Dillon and Reddick run for Childress, Eric Jones is running a Childress engine. Daniel Suarez is running a Childress engine. Daniel Hemrick was running a Childress engine. Now, I know something that I'm probably not supposed to say, but there's other people out there that have Childress engines that may not have Childress on their valve covers. But it, 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 what I like is is and I'll, you have a dumbfounded I actually haven't told him that but um if you really look what I see is Childers put look Childers has been a subpar team the last 7 years right I mean it's fall on the cup level they've won some races but let's be honest they aren't a threat for the championship what I think this new car has brought I've said it's not going to make Corey LaJoy or Front Row Motorsports be top 10 every week but what I think it's done is it has helped the Childers group it has helped, apparently, the JTG group. It has helped a group like a colleague who, with the affiliation with, with, with the Childers deal and GMS Petty Motorsports, which is Eric Jones, which is another Childers-affiliated group. It's helped these groups with, with affiliations really show up to play here. So I'm pretty darn impressed. I think we could, we could be in for a very tough, difficult betting year. Well, and then now let me ask you on the flip side, what's wrong with the Gibbs cars? I mean, now granted, Kyle Busch did come from four laps down, and, and Kyle Busch had the spin, and then he overheated. But Denny, Truex, I mean, th those guys really were not factors in the race, and they really haven't been. Okay, but let's look at the last couple years. What team have we talked every year fires off the best? Penske. They always have. They always come and run well. Because Las Vegas and Fontana, well, when we were it, running uh, Fontana, Joey's early, won Joey, it. They, right. You know, so I mean – Penske and always, they've done it again this year. And they've done it again this year. They're firing off very well. Um, Gibbs, I think with the lineup of drivers they got, are, are a group that, you know, we've talked about Kyle Busch knows how to get a hold of a race car better than anybody else. You and I both believe, you know, quickly. He came back from four laps down. You know, I mean, that's, that's pretty darn good of coming back from four laps down. So you got to look at it and say, where is Denny Hamlin? Where is Martin Truex Jr.? Kyle Busch has been showing some speed. You're right. Denny and Kyle did not show a lot of speed. Or, I mean, Denny and, and Martin did not show a lot of speed. I mean, the best Toyota car probably over the first two races has been Kurt Busch, which is a first-year team out there. I mean, so I think that's kind of surprised me just a little bit. 
Um, but I got to believe also the Toyota guys are going to figure it out. I mean, they're too good. Now, when when you go from Fontana to Vegas, you think with this new car, Fontana, I think we think more about the horsepower because you've, you've got a little, it's a half mile longer track, big, wider sweeping turns. Is handling going to become more of a factor, you think, this week, or are we going to see something similar to we saw at Fontana? Well, I think if you look at Fontana, though, handling was a big deal, wasn't it? I mean, it certainly was in the <laughs> in the practice and the qualifying. I, I heard those guys talking about the bumps being a big problem for them uh, down the back straightaway, the bump, the tunnel bump over turn four, which is what got Kevin Harvick. And then you want to talk about bumps? Let's talk about here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Those bumps going into turn one, pretty aggressive. The bumps over off in four, pretty aggressive. So I think if if these cars are proving that they're a handful, and, and what the bump does, Jeff, is it it changes the aero balance very quickly. You know, it it takes the front, and you heard Kyle Busch on the radio during the race at California say that the front wasn't sticking to the ground. He was flying the nose. If that's a problem with these things, Vegas could be very challenging handling-wise, which, once again, for me and you, fans – that's great. Well, and these cars are running lower to the ground. Absolutely. Which is pretty obvious when you see the flat tires that the guys can't drive them in. And I, I, finally, I finally got to spend some time with a car. Um, I don't know if you saw my tweet yesterday. I, I have people thinking that I'm coming out of retirement. I, I didn't know, but I will say something. Get on that. But any fan who comes to the track this weekend, there is going to be a next-gen car sitting in the Pennzoil display. Ooh. Penske has allowed Pennzoil to put one of their race cars. It's the only one that is on display anywhere because no next-gen show car has been built yet. But there's going to be – so fans that come out can, can see, that see a car. I believe it's going to be painted like Joey Logano's car, but it will be sitting in the Pennzoil display. To the fans that are asking, it's worth it, Jeff, because I finally got an up-close look at this. Very worth it. Uh, really enjoyed climbing around that car yesterday and getting to see some of the stuff they've done. And now I understand why they're getting high-centered on, on very little stuff. But super fun, and and I do think that handling will be an issue, and I think that Vegas will be a very, very, very big challenge for them. The bumps, the 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 old tires, the wear out, you know, your asphalt that wears the tires out well, I think this is going to be a fun weekend as a fan to watch. Well, you know, people talk about the old payments, and, and yes, Las Vegas was repaved, but let's start thinking about it now. Las Vegas was repaved in 2006. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about 16 years on this track and the, the hot temperatures we go through in the summer out here. So it should become a little bit more of a driver's track. Now I want to ask you one other question that and let we kind of wrap up Fontana right here. One thing we heard a lot out of with the drivers was they were talking about this new tire and they would get on the seam. Yeah. And that's what Kyle, Kyle yeah. Bush said that's what happened to him. Can you kind of explain why getting on a seam on asphalt with the new tire is a problem? Well, it's the old tire, too. Remember, California and the seams is notorious. That, that and Atlanta used to be the two tracks that were notorious for the seams. And for the best thing I can tell you folks at home, go out to your neighborhood. You know the little black strip they put on the road that's, that's soft and squishy? especially if you're in Vegas in the summer, where, it, it, where you can put your foot on it and actually turn, and it turns underneath your foot. Now put a Goodyear tire on top of that, and try that rubber stuff still turns. That seam actually rotates under the tire, and as a race car driver, it's very unnerving. That is very difficult. California has always been one of the worst tracks for it. Your track at Las Vegas, you don't have that seam filler in there quite as big. So it hasn't is never as big of a deal here at Vegas, but it is huge there. Vegas, we shouldn't see the seam problem. Okay, well that's good to know that we won't have that. I'm sure we're going to have some pretty interesting driving. Before we get into Vegas, yep. just kind of a little quick uh, note of who we've got coming up after Vegas. We'll have Phoenix, Atlanta, Austin, Richmond. Again, such great diversity 
we've got in the schedules. But a great thing about Las Vegas that we're going to understand is so many guys have won in Las Kona. Vegas, right. and they have gone on and won the championship. We saw Kyle Larson do it last year. Jimmy Johnson's done it. We've had a number of guys. Brad Keselowski I didn't realize Coda was that quick. I didn't realize Coda well, was. Well, Coda moved. Yeah, from, no. They were, they were last year, the weekend yeah. after the Coca-Cola 600, or the weekend, be- weekend before the yeah. Coca-Cola 600. I didn't realize so. that. Yeah, so glad there we go. Glad you showed me that. Thank you. All right, we come back. We're going to start breaking down the Pennzoil 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We've got a lot to talk about, and we're going to see if we can get our odds together. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Back here on Gone Racing, Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone talking about this weekend's Pennzoil 400 right here in our town, Las Vegas, Nevada, where we do our show from. And uh, it's always exciting having the racing in Las Vegas. And, you know, Brendan, one thing when you look at the guys who have won in Las Vegas, it's really a who's who of the NASCAR circuit. Brad Keselowski, the all-time winner, well, all-time active winner winner. with three. Jimmy Johnson, Johnson. of course, won four times. Brad Keselowski has three wins here. His uh, former teammate, Joey Logano, has won here twice, as has Martin Truex Jr. and Kevin Harvick. Kyle Larson won this race last year. Denny Hamlin won the last race run at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, the South Point 400 last fall and both Kurt and Kyle Busch have wins here but boy I tell you with the uh, the next gen car I- I'm just not really sure a if lot of that, that matters yeah but here's what does what I look at is look at the number of top 10s you got Brad K 12 out of 17 races you look at Kevin Harvick 13 out of 25 races 11 out of 17 for Logano 8 out of 11 for Kyle Larson what that says to me Jeff is what doesn't change from car to car this is a track you like. You know, and when you like it, you come in with now the car is different, I understand. But some of those are over a couple different generations of NASCAR cup cars, even though they're very similar. But to me, that's I like this place. I run well at this place. So I put a lot of lot of I put a lot of onus on that twelve out of seventeen, eight out of eleven. That's what I like to see. The car will be different, but those guys will still rise to the top. You know, it actually kind of surprises me a little bit that you know, Kurt Busch, he puts so much emphasis on on Las Vegas, you know, his whole career being from here. Seven top tens. He's only got seven top and only three top fives mm-hmm. in 24 career starts. And one of those was when he and Kyle ran second and third. Uh, but, so they hey, both had a top But the three. one win is what mattered to us. Well, that's true. And that was on the South Point, South Point And we had a nice little party that night <laughs> yes, after we the did. race, if I can recall. Now, there's certain guys who have not been as Ooh. fortunate, but but there's one guy on the – 
not-so-lucky in Vegas list that I want to zero in on. I think it's the same. We have not talked about this, but I'll bet you're going to zero in on that so Chase Elliott. There's a, no, it's no. not Chase Elliott. It's the guy who is right in the middle. So Ryan Blaney, they say not-so-lucky. Whoa, whoa, what's the yeah, well, But he's got 11 races. He's got five top fives and eight, eight top, top tens. tens. I mean, those statistics so are as no, good as though He just has not been able to hold the trophy up in victory lane. Yeah, no, I think that, you know, that that's we, we have a misnomer on the not so lucky there. He just hasn't won. But eight top tens, we the same thing I just talked on the last page. Eight out of eleven top ten. That's pretty spectacular right there. To me, the one that stands out on the bad side is an Alex Bowman, two top tens out of ten. And this is a mile and a half where he normally excels. And Chase Elliott with only four. That those are two numbers to me that really Pop well, quickly. and I'm going to throw in the other Hendrick driver in William, there, too. I William mean, William Byron. Byron, eight starts. He's never had a top five and two top tens. So, yeah, yeah, to me, Ryan Blaney is not on the – maybe he's not been lucky in Las Vegas, but he has not been out to lunch yes. in Las Vegas. He was good at Fontana, and honestly, I'm surprised that he and his pit crew are still speaking. After. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. but <laughs> That I, was a I know bad he, day. He cost me one of my groups. I will tell you that because I thought, well, he's got his, this group, and oh, next thing I, I know, he we're not even going to talk about it. It, I, it was a. I had three winners with eight laps to go, and I ended up with one. So, and, and the other guys, I don't think uh, it's really that big of a shock. I and mean, we we do have uh, the fact Austin Dillon has got a couple of top fives in there. And when he runs well, he runs well. When and, he doesn't, he doesn't. Yep, and Ricky Stenhouse even has a top five in here. So I'm not really uh, expecting much out of the guys that are on second page, other than I think Ryan Blaney is a guy who could have a good race. All right, let's start talking about the odds to win the race. Uh, no big surprise here that Kyle Larson, the defending champion of the race, the guy who won last week in Fontana, he comes in as a favorite at plus 500. Then it's Joey Logano and Chase Elliott, which I'm really a little surprised that Chase and Joey, not Joey, but Chase is the second favorite there at plus 800. Ryan Blaney, 10-1. to 1, William Byron, Kyle Busch, and Denny Hamlin at 12. Tyler Reddick, Martin Tricks Jr., 16. Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, 20. Kurt Busch, Eric Jones, Christopher Bell, Brad Keselowski at 25. Austin Dillon and Austin Sendrick, who we haven't mentioned today, at 30-1. to 1. Daniel Suarez, 40. Stenhouse and Chase Briscoe, who, by the way, had a pretty solid run for a while last week at Fontana, coming in at 50-1. to 1. You know, look, I, it's early in the season. We've had a lot of people tweet us better saying, oh, they're, they're holding back right now betting because they, you know, it's hard to get a hold of it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I, I, I can't, we can't disagree with some of that sentiment. You still had Kyle Larson winning last week. He was the favorite. This week, he still very well could win the winner of this race last year. But what I like to see right now is, let's say Daniel Suarez, that was no fluke. With two to go, he was leading that race. Well, he's 40-1. to one. Chase Briscoe was top three with laps to go. He's 50-1. to one. Austin Dillon finished second. He's 30-1. to one. These are guys that... Hold on a second here. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe you, maybe we don't know, but if you're looking for some long-shot flyers right now, it's worth to throw it. You look at those guys from last week that ran so well. Fluke or play the number? Well, I think this week is going to determine whether it was fluke or not. Now, there's no question we saw some of the guys that we normally see run well have issues or they just didn't run well, speaking of the Gibbs cars specifically. But before we get onto the the longer odds, one guy who looks like he is finally getting the respect up there is Tyler Reddick. I mean, Tyler yes. Reddick moving it up for he was always in the thirty to forty to one. He's now up to sixteen 16. to one, and he's a better favorite than Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, or Kurt Busch. He's there with Martin Truex, who was the mile and a half master, right? I mean, so I mean that's pretty impressive, right there. Looking at his stats, he's got four races here, one top ten. 
but an average finish of uh, 15.8. So, you know, still runs very good. And that was with a car that, once again, RCR was not quite as strong at. So I think that that's a great number. You want to take a shot right there. He dominated last week. 16 to 1, that's a hell of a, a shot for a winner right here. No, I agree. And some of the longer odds, uh, Cole Custer, Chris Busher, Alec, Eric Almarola all coming in at 70, Ross Chastain at 80, and then we really get into triple digits. Um, uh, Harrison Burton, 150. Uh, you talk about Daniel Hemrick had a well, top 10 last week at 150. I'm just going, that, that's a Wallace scary at number. 150. It, that's it, a scary number with Hemrick. You figure he, he doesn't run six laps down, and you got all, Tyler Reddick class of the field, Austin Dillon finishing second. That's a that that Daniel Hemrick one fifty to one. That is a true long shot that actually has some legs to me. Well, you know the other one there. I mean, just because the number is so big, it's seventy to one. You know, Cole Custer, Cole Custer. He ran top ten last week, and Cole Custer has a win in his career on a mile and a half track. His only career win came on a he mile won, and a half won track. Won the Xfinity so. race too, and he, and he dominated Xfinity yeah. race for a team that I don't believe has had nope, a lot of success. Green light. Well, Bobby Dodder's. Well, I don't know how much team is well, Bobby sure. Dodder got the win. I don't care what you say. Well, Bobby Dodder owned the team. That's right. Love you, Bobby. We might have gotten a little help from the Stuart Hoster. Hey, love you, Bobby. But, you know, love you, Bobby. It is what it is. So, okay. All right, let's talk about our top three. Doesn't come as a big surprise. Kyle Larson is plus 100 favorite there. Joey and Chase plus 170. Blaney, 230. Byron, 240, along with Kyle Bush and Denny Hamlin. Reddick and Truex, 310. Harvick, 500, along with Bowman. Jones, 7. Kurt Busch, 750, along with Bell and Keselowski. Dylan, 850 with Cindric. Suarez, 950. Stenhouse and Briscoe, 15 to 1. Uh, say, now, you take what I just said about the win, and you're talking about one position. Now you extrapolate that to three positions. That Tyler Reddick number at 310, that Austin Dillon number at 850, that Suarez, if it was no fluke, these guys are going to be there. I even like your Cindric at 850. You know, I, I think that Austin, even though he didn't do uh, have a lot, whole lot to show for it last weekend, I still believe that Penske group is the class of it. Uh, that's There's some great numbers right there, and, and I... I even on the even on the long shot page, I think there's numbers. But I think the results last week, I think the respect for the results they had last week are showing a little bit more in the top threes. Because I mean, if you really think about it, Daniel Suarez would have probably been well, four, thirteen or fourteen instead of plus nine fifty. Tyler Reddick, we're used to seeing him about plus six hundred. He's a three ten, six fifty. He's at three ten. Yeah. So I think you see that more in the top threes, the yep. respect that they were getting from last week. Well, it's it's tough to handicap these right now. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter who you are; it's going to be a difficult one to handicap. So, I, but I do like them. They're still good numbers. But normally, when you see a Tyler Reddick at sixteen, Austin Dillon normally is fifteen, sixteen to one. He's eight fifty. But normally, you say, yeah, he's about sixteen to one. Right now, these guys are proving that they're they're top three material. So it's tough to handicap. And there's good numbers out there. Well, and even some Eric of the Jones, seven hundred. Yeah, absolutely. And even some of the guys are maybe are a little bit of a long shot, if you will. I mean, Cole Custer and Chris Busher and Al Marola all at twenty five to one. Uh, we talked about Daniel Hemrick at forty five to yeah. one. Uh, Bubba Wallace fifty to one for a top three. I mean, there's some guys out there that I don't think you'd be shocked if they were to sneak into the top three. No, I mean, I I'd be willing to the you know not not just because Daniel Hemrick's running the South Point scheme this weekend, but you know it's it's forty five to one. You know, with with once again, what could he have done? Not six laps down, and that's the remember those guys are running. Most of those guys are running the exact same car they ran at California. You know, that's the way this is working out right now. They're running the same race cars, so uh, you know, makes you kind of say, hmm, maybe. Well, you know, one of the things that you know, guys. I mean, Hembrick. I mean, he's running the Xfinity series obviously on Saturday, but I don't think with the new car, you're probably getting nearly as much benefit out of running on Saturday. Although maybe it helped Cole Custer a little bit. I don't know. 
you know, I mean, running both races, I still believe it, it's it's a good thing for some people. Hemrick's one of them. I just I like a lot of these long shot numbers today. I th- I think I might even have a couple of them circled. Well, some of these guys like to say that you know any seat time. You Any know, seat it, time, that, that it, that I always believe that. Any seat time is good seat time. Well, and I think, and, and that's what we're going to see from some of these young guys because that's one of the things that Colleague is going to be doing this year is being able to put Gregson in the car, Almondinger in the car, putting Hemrick in the car. Okay, when we come back on Gone Racing, we will be talking about the uh, head-to-head odds, and we'll get into the groups. Gone Racing. watch any part of today's show or any past show check out the gone racing podcast it's free and available now at beeson.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts we give you all the latest news odds and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each nascar cup series race the gone racing podcast is free and available now at beeson.com slash podcast while you're there catch up on every beeson show as well jeff motley brendan gone we are multimedia moguls here, gone racing. <laughs> multimedia uh, moguls. You know, podcasts and moguls. TV shows and internet blasts and radio and <laughs> wherever else you might be able to hear us. We're back. Driver head-to-heads. Uh, one thing that kind of stands out for me on the driver head-to-head head, head is if you want to win money, bet the don't line on Kyle Larson and hope he has some bad luck. Yeah, but guess what? He that hasn't don't had li- a lot of That bad don't luck. line on Kyle Larson sure looks tough. Well, and, and here's a rundown of what we've got. Joey Logano is plus 120 to Larson's minus 140. So is Chase Elliott. Ryan Blaney plus 125 to Larson's minus 145. And William Byron, his teammate, at plus 130 to Larson's minus 150. Those are far and away the largest numbers that we see for anybody on the driver head-to-heads. You know, there are weeks that we do like the head. Last week, I, there was a bunch of head-to-heads that we kind of we liked. Uh, the picture even better head-to-head last week. Right now, the the guys that I like, the Tyler Reddicks, he's on a minus one twenty five line against Martin Truex Jr. and Alex Bowman. I like him on both, I really do. I think a minus one twenty five uh, on on Martin Truex Jr. especially is a great number. Uh, I think that 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 should be a, a fairly easy win for. Uh, and I'm saying that against the the guy who has the best stats at Las Vegas in the last ten races, um, eight top tens, six top fives, two wins last ten races, average finish of six point two. But Martin Truex Jr. and the Gibbs Group, you named it a second ago. They just haven't looked really well yet. So um, um, I like that Tyler Reddick line right there. Well, and I was going to say, it's almost like the respect level for Tyler Reddick right now getting a, a negative number against both Alex Bowman and Martin Truex Jr. I mean, I don't think there's any question when it comes to whether it's odds to win, top three, head-to-head. I think we're even going to see that in the groups a little bit. Uh, Tyler Reddick, definitely a guy that's gaining some respect. So maybe the odds makers kind of feel the same way that you and I do, that he's the breakout driver this year. No, it's it's definitely uh, right now he's getting a lot of respect, but I think he's also earned a lot of that respect. So I think it's well-deserved at this moment. Well, you ready to get started on our groups? That's our favorite. We love our groups. That's uh, obviously one of the uh, things. And, and today we're going to have also – couple of uh, extra props, I think, at the we end. we got some so, cool props. So, some cool props. So getting into our groups, let's take a look at Group A. Not a shock that Kyle Larson is a favorite plus 200. Better than last week, though. He's uh, plus 165. Uh, that is true. Joey Logano, two-time winner uh, of this race. And, and look, he's driving the company car. 
and he's it's driving the Pennzoil, Pennzoil 400. Car. So uh, plus two ninety five along with uh, Chase Elliott, and then Ryan Blaney plus three twenty. That's a big number for a guy who he, he has had a lot of good runs in Vegas. And he's had good runs all year. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it, it, it wasn't his doing that he didn't finish well last week. And he probably had as good a chance to win Daytona as anybody. Look, Ryan Blaney, average finish of seven in, those ten, in the last ten races. I mean, he's got a fifth, a fifth, a fifth, a seventh, a fifth, a fifth. Um, hasn't led a lot of laps is the only difference. Um, he's only led about 25 laps spread out between all those races. So that that is the only thing that makes you go kind of scratch your head because he normally leads a lot more races. We've always called him not the closer, right? Led races, didn't finish. He's kind of turned that around lately, but I, I do like Ryan Blaney at 320, but that's a tough hut road going against, you know, like you said, the company car and Kyle Larson. That's a, that's a, that's a long road to hoe for me. I, I just don't know if it's enough. It is a long road, I agree, but I tell you, I, Larson won last week because he persevered. Larson didn't win last week because he went out and dominated like we saw him do so many times last year. So I don't think it would be a big surprise to see somebody with longer odds win this group. I, no, like it's hard to pick against Kyle Larson. Don't get no, me wrong. But, but you I, can't win every I understand race. What you're saying. No, I understand what you're saying. And when we get into Group B, that's even going to come even more so into what we're talking about. Well, let's take a look at our Group B. William Byron is the favorite at plus 240. The guy who had the best car last week for most of the race won the first two segments. Tyler Reddick, plus 280. Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, two drivers who were not very good last week uh, at plus 285. Um, I'm not surprised that Byron's the favorite. Byron was very, very good at, at, at Fontana, but he wasn't as good as Tyler Reddick. No, and that, that's – I'm looking at, you know, going – like I said, going back through the stats here, William Byron has a lot more races but, but than, than Tyler Reddick. Double as, as fact – only has one more top 10. Average finish is four positions lower than Tyler's in those races. Um, Denny Hamlin, we just said it last weekend. Denny, at Daytona, of course, we always expect Denny. You know, absolutely. But when we talk about watching him run, even go back to the Coliseum, you know, that was not, they did not look that great at the Coliseum. They didn't look really that great. They were okay on Sunday, but not spectacular. I think Tyler Reddick right there at 280. That's that's one heck of a shot in that group. I, I like that Tyler Reddick number, especially once again going on the same car. No, I don't disagree with you. I like that too, and I think that group kind of dials in for him. I mean, until you know how I like to talk about, you know, you got to prove something to me when you're struggling. Mm -hmm. The Toyota camp needs to prove to me that they're going to do it before I'm going to put my money on them. All right, let's take a look over at Group C, where we've got uh, three co-favorites, if you will: Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. All at plus two seventy. And Eric Jones, who was probably the best car before <laughs> last weekend at plus 275, is a long shot. The only thing that, okay, we just talked about, you know, till you see the Toyotas do a little bit more for you, okay. Eric Jones, I got to see more than one race. You know, that, the problem is Tyler Reddick has been three, the Coliseum, Daytona, California, Tyler Reddick has been a class of the field. Eric Jones had a great race. Okay. Got to give me more than one great race yet. Kevin Harvick, another another Kevin Harvick race that we're used to seeing in the last year or so. Maybe not the dominant winner, but Kevin Harvick still finishes top 10. You know, st still sits there. So, tough for me on this one. Eric Jones kind of jumps out at you, but they're so evenly matched. The number shows, I think they got the odds right. It's a, it's a coin flip on that one. Well, and the one thing, though, that I, I do like about Eric Jones, and kind of like, you know, a little, if you want to defend Eric Jones from only one race, 
I don't think anybody's ever questioned Eric Jones' ability as a race car no, driver because no, we think I'm he's not. pretty good. Oh, I know you're not. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when you hit on it mechanically the way they did last week, you start saying to yourself, okay, maybe they found something there. Well, and that's that's you know, he wasn't up there because a bunch of guys wrecked. No. He earned his way he to He earned get his up way there. up there. And 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 the there's two things there that that one, we've talked I've talked a lot this show about RCR cars running better. That is one of those that has some RCR affiliation. So I do like that. But the other thing there, restarts at California are such a huge deal, right? The five wide fan out, the how well you get through those first two corners. Well, you can pass eight guys on the start and make a lot yes. of decisions. But that's Eric, dri- a lot of that's driver. A lot of that's driver. Daniel Suarez and Eric Jones both did a great job on that last week. I got to get one more week of, of good running before I really jump back on an Eric Jones bandwagon because we were talking a lot in the past about his finishes at these tracks when he was at Joe Gibbs Motorsports. And we're not going to go five wide into turn one in Vegas. Can. You can, but we're not all coming out. I Nobody, don't not, think, not all five of them will be in turn we'll, two. Nah, you won't be five, five, five wide on the exit. How's that? <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. All right, let's take a look at Group D. Again, we've got three guys, all co-favorites. Kurt Busch, Austin Cedric, and Brad Keselowski are all plus 270 with Austin Dillon at plus 275. This is a mirror image of Group C, where the guy who had the best car at Fontana last week is the underdog. And, and man, I, I tell you, I, I kind of like him, and I kind of like Cedric. Yeah, but the thing that gets me is Brad Keselowski. Nine races, last ten races at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, nine top tens. 4.7 average finish. Six, won the first South Point 400. Six top fives, two wins. Very hard for me. I know the new car. And and what else is different? He doesn't have Penske. He's going to, oh. you know, this is. Oh, God. You know, what you am remember. I thinking? Oh, man. I mean, I don't. As bad as they've been running. Whoa. Hey, See, hi. Welcome to 2022, Brendan Gone. Uh, Sorry. Welcome to Gone Racing 2022 <laughs> edition. I mean, remember, um, they, he was our guy to disappoint yes, going yes. into the season. It was, I, we were sit- so unanimous, we had to pick a second guy. I'm sitting here, sitting here going, man, Brad Keselowski and that blue deuce. Yeah, the Wait, blue deuce no, no, the blue is, deuce uh, is, is the guy right above. He's got he's got right there with him. Oh at yeah, plus no. Wait, that changes things a lot for me. That uh, that does put Austin Dillon back in my my wheelhouse uh, greatly. There. Yeah. Well, can uh, you like? Is there anything? Could you reach over and smack uh, me upside the head? I'll throw you. What are they? Those things if we play football. Am caps are yeah. those those smelling salt things. I'll just I'll throw over there. Yeah, at you was, or something like that. That was uh that was impressively impressive. Yeah, Ann's Ann's back there giving me the the slap from behind the hockey glass. I need a hockey player to come out from behind it and go, hey, moron. Um, yeah, I mean, just not to knock on Brad after we did this very – I did Brad dirty right there. But you and I both feel that that RFK team, yes, they won those duels at Daytona. Daytona still had a Daytona feel. They did not perform well even again last week. Um, I, I've – Well, when I, look, when I look at that group in Group D, I really see a guy – Austin Cedric is a guy who we saw in the Xfinity Series be so – so good on these intermediate tracks, on the 1.5-mile mm-hmm. tracks. So you know he's going to be comfortable even though he's in the cup car. He's going to be strong there. And I think with Austin Dillon, we know what's under his hood. We know what his capabilities are and what we've seen out of him. I just think one of those two young guys, probably a little bit better favorite than, say, a Kurt Busch or a Brad Keselowski. Okay, when we come back on Gone Racing, we got two more groups to break down. we got some new props that we haven't had before, and we'll give you our picks on the Pennzoil 400.
there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back into our final segment of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gaughan talking Pennzoil 400 right here in our hometown, Las Vegas, Nevada, Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend. We're in the middle of our groups. Brendan, we're moving along to Group E where Chase Briscoe and Eric Almirola, teammates are co-favorites at plus 250, Ross Chastain at plus 280, and Chris Busher at plus 310. You know, Chris, I was looking this up after I made my snafu with RFK a minute ago. Chris... You, Chris Boucher was 39, 35th, and Brad was 27th. Chris, of course, had the problem early, which set him out. Um, man, they, they're reeling. To me, it's, that's, a, that's a two-man race right there. Chase and Eric Almirola, those two are the ones you got to look at. They're both the favorites. Uh, very hard to differentiate between the two. Chase starting to run a lot better, starting to run as the Xfinity champion that he was. Um, and Almirola in that last year showed a little flash last weekend. So, to me, two-man race, 250 in a two-man race, not bad. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you'd think Chastain might get a little momentum off Suarez running well last week. We'll see how that goes. But that's a tough one to pick. All right, let's move along to Group F where Justin Haley, Daniel Hemrick, and Todd Gilliland are all plus 270. Seen, Michael seen McDowell story. plus – what's that? We got three groups that are all that way, 270s yep, and, and a 275. plus 275. And – I think probably you and I both agree that one guy kind of stands out above the rest of them. Look, the two front row cars with uh, Todd Gilliland and Michael McDowell, um, they're Todd Gilliland's without a crew chief. That is not a team with a war room like these other teams that it affects. And a rookie driver. You know, so th- the, there's a lot of – some people could afford not having a crew chief. Uh, listen, you, Kyle Busch loses a crew chief. Chase Elliott loses a crew chief. Kyle Lahr, uh, they're right. back in the war room. They're making the calls. Front row, not the same boat there. So that, that's a little bit of an issue there for me. Uh, McDowell, not been running very strong yet this year. You got Justin Haley, Daniel Hemrick. Uh, I know Haley is the full-time driver and Hemrick is the part-time, but I do believe that Hemrick has a lot, he has a lot more experience than Haley. And, and I do believe that uh, the way they performed last week, you know, I, just, I really think, that, uh, I really think that, that Hemrick is an easy pick for me in that Group F. Yeah. Can't argue with you on that one. All right, we got some new props. This yeah, this week, is kind of neat. I like this. Kind of neat. So the first one is going to be, who is the highest finishing Chevy driver? That's right. No shock that Kyle Larson's a favorite at plus two twenty five. Chase Elliott plus three sixty. William Byron plus six hundred. And the first non Hendrick driver, Tyler Reddick comes in at plus seven hundred. Alex Bowman plus nine hundred. 
and Eric Jones 13 to 1, Suarez and Austin Dillon 15 to 1, and then the numbers get much bigger all the way down. We talked about Daniel Hemrick who's 55 to 1. Uh, that's kind of an interesting bet. And you know what? Plus 225 on Kyle Larson, given some of his other odds. Uh, what is he? Plus uh, plus 500 to win, plus 100 for plus a top 100 three. Plus 100 for a top three, but plus 225 to be the, the best Chevy. That That's not a bad bet there. No, it's not terrible. Uh, the, the Chevys are the toughest for me to pick, if you want the truth. Well, there's more of them out there. Well, there's, fi- there's 15 Fords and 15 Chevys yeah. that you have to choose from. The Toyotas have the least. But... You know, you look at the the class of the fields lately have been Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, uh, you know, Suarez, Dillon running up front. You look at, at even going back to the, the the Coliseum race, you know, Tyler Reddick was so good up there. Uh, uh, Kyle Larson was fairly good there. Uh, William Byron was great there. So, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of Chevys to choose from there. I think the Chevys are the toughest one for me to to pick, if you want the truth. I don't disagree with you, uh, but it's it's not a bad number on Larson. Okay, then the next one we have is the uh, Fords, and Joey Logano comes in as the favorite on the Fords at plus two hundred. Ryan Blaney is plus two eighty, followed by Kevin Harvick at plus six hundred. Brad Keselowski plus mm-hmm. eight hundred. Cedric is ten to one. Briscoe twelve. Custer and Busher and Al Marola all twenty five. Burton thirty five to one. Um, well, I, I think it's coming out of those top two. I really do. And well, so I don't look, think I think those, those top two are the favorite for the reason, and I agree. But that Austin Cedric number, very intriguing there. 10 to 1. The Blue Deuce, how good it does at this race. I just gave you Brad's stats. Extrapolate those over to, to, to a little Austin Cedric and that same team. I like that 10 to 1. That could be a good one. All right. I can't go, go too much against you there. I think all those guys are going give to give it a great effort. Now let's look at the Toyota uh, odds now see that was a little bit different because there's not very many of them out there denny hamlin is the favorite at plus 210 kyle bush is plus 270 martin tricks jr plus 330 christopher bell and kurt bush are 650 and bubba is way down there at 28 to 1 and i'm just going to tell you after the fact that he made up four laps uh, last week and it's his hometown track and uh, I, I i really like kyle bush in that group and he's 270 he's not he's not the dog uh, you know, he's not the favorite, and you look at him to win the race, Kyle Busch is 12-1. to 1. You look at him for a top three, Kyle Busch is 240. I'm getting 270 right there. I like that. I, I do like the Kyle Busch 270 number. I like it a lot. Okay, that's our odds for this week. Do we really want to talk about how we all did last week? Well, I do because I freaking was like it, it, two it, laps from having like a massive weekend. I'm there's, like, a, there's an old saying, if – if and nuts, nuts were candy, candy and nuts, nuts, every day would be Christmas. What a Merry Christmas and it is we not. have. So we all got the same one right. We said the lock was Joey Logano and Group C, and we locked that one up. That's right. Sadly, we all missed every other pick. Yeah, but but like, come on. I mean, let's get let's give a little let's get a little. You know, I I, I had Blaney to win. Blaney was running. If Blaney's pick crew isn't so god well, awful, I, I had Blaney win Group B, and he had the thing locked up almost all day long. I had the only one that was out to lunch was Denny. And Bowman, but then I had Logano winning Group C. I had Cindric winning Group D. Cindric was was running I, second, whatever it was, and, and get uh, come on. I know we both had Cindric. Ah, it was tough. Okay, man. it was a rough it was a rough week last week. We're all in the negative numbers, but hopefully we're going to be moving to the positive. Somebody somebody is worse than everybody else, though. Yes, they are, and that's Wanna me. Point that out. So does that mean I have to pick first? Well, because you went la- you for last the last week, time? and we all tied this week, which means I think it still goes reverse order. So it goes Jeff Brennan Picker. Oh. So I have to pick first. Yes, you do. All right, I'm taking Ryan Blaney for a top three, plus 230. I like his consistency. I'm going to go with the groups with three picks. 
sticking with my Ryan Blaney in Group A, plus 320. Ryan, do not let me down, or Ryan's pit crew, do not let me down this week. I'm going to go Tyler Reddick in Group B. I like Daniel Hemrick in Group F. You kind of talked me into that one. And the other one I'm going to go is I'm going to go to one of those prop picks, and I'm taking Kyle Busch <sighs> to uh, be the top finishing Toyota. Man. Are you and I thinking alike again this week? I, that stinks. I hate it when we're like that. I can't. We can't like gain any room. So I'm going to start off with a race winner with Kyle Larson. Um, I like Kyle. I think that, look, he's on fire. He's plus 500, better than he was last week. Then I'm going to go Tyler Reddick with a top three, that plus 310 number. Um, I, I I like that top three number. I think Tyler's showing has proved that he can he can be there for me. I was going to go Tyler in the group, but I I changed my mind. Uh, or, I'm sorry. I have Tyler in the group also. I'm doubling down on Tyler Reddick. I like Tyler in Group B as well as you do. I was going to go Austin Dillon in D, but then I scratched that. I'm going to go Daniel Hemrick in F and Kyle Busch in the Toyota pick. You realize uh, you and I have three yeah, of the same Yeah, I know. Picks now. I don't really like that, but last week it worked. We all had the same, all of us with the same bet, and it won. So maybe, we're, maybe the jinx is gone. Maybe we're now we're the good luck charm. So. All right, and our pit crew, who is leading this week, their picture picks, they've got them actually on the screen. Joey Logano to win at plus 800. Kurt Busch, the top Toyota, plus 650. Going against us there. Austin Cedric, top Ford. They like these new props at 10 to 1. Daniel Hemrick to win Group F, so they agree that with must you. Be our lock. That must be our lock this That's week. That's our lock. All we right, all we'll three call that have our that lock. one. And then uh, Tyler Reddick over Alex Bowman at a minus 125. Going to be not a lot to be won there if they win it, but hey, you know. It's all about cash and tickets. That's what Uncle Brent says, right? Hey, listen, I, and and I got to tell you that that pick right there, Alex Bowman, ten races. I I I can't really harp on it. He has not done as well as Reddick has in half less than half of, of the races. So I like those picks. I think we we maybe we ought to come up with like a lock every week because apparently maybe well, we are, we we're kind of we kind of done it twice. We've it done on it, purpose. We've done it two in a row. We got Daniel Hemrick as our lock. Uh, you know, all three of us, so I, I like that one. I was really torn. I almost, I almost wanted to pick Daniel Hemrick top We used three. to jinx guys with the lock. Remember last yeah, year? Yeah, no, we did. One we, and, Daniel and with, Suarez was that for me for a while. And, well, well yeah. he, I don't know that we ever had him as a lock because all of us did. didn't have the same love affair with Suarez that you do. But me. Logano last week certainly yeah. was the lock, and this week we're all going that direction. All right, so we got a little over a minute to go in this segment, Brendan. And, and like, I know where you're going to when you're going to say it because I like to say that probably no one has had more laps around Las Vegas Motor Speedway than you have. But you also like to say that it's not exactly the same racetrack that you <laughs> no, turned a lot no, of those laps no. when you were younger on. Most, most of those track well, laps are on the well, flat. What should fans expect this weekend of the racing? Look, here, you I think I think what we've seen so far with this race car, I really am. A, am I see a positive thing out of it. I think that the bumps. I started the show talking about the bumps. I'm going to end the show talking about the bumps. That affects these race cars more than the old ones, and that means Vegas is going to be tough to drive. The driver's going to have their hands full, and any time a driver has their hands full and a driver is whining like a little pain in the butt, it's great for me and you as fans. It means it's fun to watch. Hard for us as handicappers, but fun for us as fans. Well, and I think that's what it's all about. You know, there's that old saying: when the drivers love it, the fans hate it; when the fans love it, the drivers yep. hate it. So, at the end of the day, it's the but fans. That, what you will see is the greatest track in this sport. I, I Look, you know both of us are homers, but here's the honest to God's truth. The stage, you got live music, you got the neon garage, you got the atmosphere that Vegas puts on. It is the best in the business. And it will be a great weekend. So if you're around the Las Vegas area this weekend, come out, check out the Pennzoil 400. Brent and I will be back next week. We'll break down everything that happened in the Pennzoil 400, and we'll start talking about the next weekend's race at Phoenix.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.